E.M. Forster. If we are to answer the challenge of our time successfully, we must manage to combine the new economy and the old morality. The doctrine of laissez-faire will not work in the material world. It's led to the black market and the capitalist jungle. We must have planning and ration books and controls or millions of people, they'll have no, no, nowhere to live and nothing to eat. On the other hand, the doctrine of laissez-faire is the only one that seems to work in the world of the spirit. If you plan and control men's minds, you stunt them. You get the censorship, the secret police, the road to serfdom, the community of slaves. Our economic planners sometimes laugh at us when we are afraid of totalitarian tyranny resulting from their efforts. Or rather, they sneer at us. For there is some deep connection between planning and sneering, which psychologists should explore. But the danger they brush aside is a very real one, and Mr. Kirstler was quite right to point it out. We are assured that the new economy will evolve an appropriate morality, and that when all people are properly fed and housed, they will have an outlook which will be right because they are the people. I can't swallow that. I have no mystic faith in the people. I have in the individual. He seems to me a divine achievement, and I mistrust any view which belittles him. What ought the writer, the artist, to do when faced by the challenge of our time? Briefly, he ought to express what he wants and not what he's told to express by the planning authorities. He ought to impose a discipline on himself rather than accept one from outside. And that discipline may be aesthetic rather than social or moral. He may want to practice art for art's sake. Oh yes, that phrase is often foolishly used and it raises a giggle sometimes. But it is a profound phrase. It hits the nail on the head. It indicates that art is a self-contained harmony. Art is valuable not because it's educational, though it may be, not because it's recreative, though it may, may be, not because everyone enjoys it, but they don't, not even because it's got to do with beauty. Art is valuable because it has to do with order and creates little worlds of its own, possessing internal harmony in the bosom of this disordered planet. It's needed at once and now. It is needed before it is appreciated and independent of appreciation. The idea that it should not be permitted until it receives communal acclaim, and unless it is for all, is perfectly absurd. It is the activity which brought man out of original darkness and differentiates him from the beasts, and we must continue to practice it and respect it through the darkness of today. I'm talking like an intellectual, I know. But the intellectual, to my mind, is more in touch with humanity than is the confident scientist, who patronizes the past, oversimplifies the present, and envisages a future where his leadership will be accepted. Owing to the political needs of the moment, the scientist occupies an abnormal position which he tends to forget. He is subsidized by the terrified governments who need his aid, pampered and sheltered by them as long as he is obedient, and prosecuted under official secret acts,
when he has been naughty. All this separates him from ordinary men and women and unfits him from entering into their feelings. It's high time he came out of his ivory laboratory. We want him to plan for our bodies, we don't want him to plan for our minds, and we can't accept so far his assurance that he won't.